Hello, everyone. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever you're listening to this, I am your host, Sydney Chandler Monet, and welcome to Perfect Timing Podcast. And today, I'm basically having my twin on. Uh, I feel like there's already so much about each other that we have in common, and I'm so excited to have you on to talk about it. But I'm going to go ahead and introduce her, you guys. So she is 17 years old from Ohio. She's a motivational speaker who wrote her very first book, Vision Collision, at just 12 years old. Hello. Uh, as a Christian, hey, we love Christian girls. Um, she is a Sunday school teacher, and in doing so, she talks about her four-step process. Think write, believe, and achieve. And I definitely want to get into that later. Uh, but she also has her own podcast and it continues to inspire the youth, just like my podcast, Perfect Timing. Uh, so we definitely can get into that as well. Uh, she is the recipient of the 2021 IBPA Benjamin Franklin Award for her second book, Why Wait, Your Time Is Now. Uh, she also teaches how we can find the greatness within ourselves and is always reaching towards positivity, which I absolutely adore. I want you guys to help me give a warm welcome to Reagan Nevels, everyone. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Sydney. Thank you so much for having me on. It's such an honor to be here with you. Absolutely. I love having teen entrepreneurs on that are especially the same age as me and going through the same things I am. It is such like an enlightened experience. So I'm so excited mm -hmm. to have you on today. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join me. Uh, but let's get straight on into it. So you know, just when I was like, you know, studying who you are, you know, looking at your bio and stuff like that, I noticed how you always seem to have like a positive spirit around you and how you're always wanting to encourage other people. You start almost every reel that you have with, I want to encourage you today. And I absolutely love that. Um, so where did you learn to start doing that? And why are you so inspired to do so? Well, honestly, I think that just comes from my love of helping people and genuinely wanting to see other people thrive, which is something that I was able to satisfy through writing my book and becoming a motivational speaker, which is why my journey is so crazy, because originally I wasn't going to be a motivational speaker. And originally I wasn't going to write a motivational type book. So the way that everything happened out, like I'm just positive that it was God putting everything where it needed to go. Cause I was like, it wasn't even gonna go like this. It was gonna happen completely different. So I thought me being my 11 year old, 12 year olds know it all self. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, like I said, I just think it comes from my love of helping people and wanting to see other people thrive and go being able to go through that journey together. Like I reinstate on my Instagram all the time that this is not just something that, you know, I'm trying to teach you all. This is not something that I'm, a way that I'm trying to show you, but it's a journey in which we're all going together. We're all learning how to unlock the potential within us. We're all learning how to achieve our dream realities and to not have to get stuck in just getting a job so you can make money, but instead, you know, having something that gives you money, something that, you know, you can thrive from and live off of and live your dream reality. So I, I honestly just think that, you know, that, that comes from my love of wanting to serve others. Absolutely. And I, I definitely share the same kind of, you know, mindset and attitude of just like, you know, wanting to uplift and empower other people. Cause like at school, they're like, oh my gosh, Sydney, I love the positive attitude that you always have. And I'm like, you guys, I'm so glad that you feel that way because like, that's literally my job. Like I'm here to, make sure to like, you know, not only like make sure I'm keeping myself positive, but just like being a positive aspect in everyone else's life, yeah. uh, which I definitely think God put me here for like one of the reasons he has. And I think it's just like a beautiful thing to do for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I want to know, like, how did you start, you know, Vision Collision? You were mentioning how you didn't really want to become a motivational speaker at first, uh, mm -hmm. but writing a book at 12 years old, hello. Um, <laughs> like, what made you want to get into that? 
Well, so I want to clarify, it's not that I didn't want to become a motivational speaker or the author of Vision Collision. It's just I didn't expect it. Like these things happen just unexpectedly. And so, you know, beginning, I had got the opportunity to have my book written and published for free. I entered a writing competition and it was up to ages 18. I didn't really think I had a chance of winning because to backtrack a little, I'm a part of a church organization of six million members. And in that are tons and tons of kids up to ages 18. And there was only one one winner, I believe. And I was like, you know, there's there's not really a chance of me winning this, but there's no reason why I can't enter just putting my little two cents in there. Yeah. And so <laughs> I ended up winning the competition and I wrote Vision Collision from that, got that book edited and published for free. And a, a surrounding school in my area called and asked if I could come to speak to a group of fifth graders and talk about what my book was, talk about what it meant, like how they could learn from it. And so I'm like, you, you want me to, you want me to what? And exactly. so, you know, I was kind of going insane inside because public speaking is one of the hardest and most difficult things to do in the world. Like it is a proven fact. And so all of this was going through my mind, being a 12 year old, seeing how these teachers were probably going to judge me, how the kids were going to judge me, judge me, not in a negative sense, but you know, they were evaluating my performance, what I was giving, what they thought was a performance and you know, the value that I was giving to them. So I wanted to make sure, especially me being a perfectionist, that everything was going great. They were walking away with enough knowledge. We were all, you know, just learning and being together in harmony. And so, I mean, it, it happened like that and it continued to grow and I continued to get more speaking engagements and like, I just continued to go from there. No, yeah. I'm telling you, you're the same person. When I tell you that I used to treat myself as a perfectionist too, like Gosh. It would just be like, just trying to make sure that everything was right. You know, I really want to be extremely self-sufficient mm-hmm. and just like, wanting to be like a perfect role model. And, you know, as I grew up, I kind of learned like, Sydney, you can't really do that. Um, you know, cause I'm human and everything and, you know, I'm supposed to make mistakes and it took a long time for me to, you know, really absorb that. I was listening again to one of your reels today and you were talking about how we can make mistakes and how, you know, we are able to make these kind of revelations and learn how Mm -hmm. we're here for more than just one purpose um but you know i really think your story your story is beautiful and how you were like you want me to do you you want me to speak in front of a bunch of fifth graders because how old are they then like 10 or 11 years old because like it's Uh, one thing to talk about like in front of people but like young kids like that it's kind of like you have to keep them enticed mm -hmm. and like public speaking is one of the most difficult things to do but i really think it's like the more you do it the more comfortable you are and you know like my school has like asked me to do like three public speaking things since I started. Um, But, you know, I really think it helps you grow in that way as well. Absolutely. I completely agree. And what's crazy is like on my Instagram, like I, I said before, I'm constantly learning with my viewers as well. So when I post messages like that, it's because I've personally just gone through a revelation like that. And so recently I've had a lot of instances where I've tried to be perfect and I've tried to get everything right because it's not that I hate being wrong, but it's just like, I like to get an understanding. And that's one thing I need to work on because in that it looks like I'm trying to be a know-it-all and, you know, probably in a sense, I I probably am, 
but it's just like, I like to get everything right. And so when things don't go right, I'm like, how did it not go right? And I just genuinely uh-huh. get an understanding. And so I, I've had that several times because that's a deep character trait of mine. And so uh-huh. I, I had that little realization or revelation the other day. And I was like, you know what? This is probably something that my audience should probably hear too. Cause there's people out there just like me. And I know, I know, I also had the realization that God has probably given these, me these messages every single morning because I go through the same routine. I get to school like 10 or 15 minutes early. That way I have time to, you know, record messages and edit them before I have to go in the building and go to my first class. But it's just like every single time around the same time when I'm just driving the car and I'm thinking about my own life experiences, I just think about a lesson or something to teach to my audience of a video to post. And so I'm like, this this just has to be what I meant to do because it can't be this easy unless it is. And I just wanna you know, encourage anybody else who's out there, you don't necessarily have to find something that somebody else is good at to be successful. In order to be successful for your true self, you have to find what's good for you. You have to find what comes naturally, what you naturally dream about, what you think about, what you catch yourself Dolling off about at random times throughout the day, whatever works for you and whatever you're genuinely happy doing, make that your quote unquote job, make money from it and enjoy it at the same time. Absolutely. And I adore that. And, you know, because this podcast slowly became one of the things that I was starting to dream about, you know, since my mom challenged me to do it and, you know, I started to grow my own ideas. I was like, this might be something that I'm truly passionate about. And now it is. I've been doing it for about two and a half years now. And because I get to talk to people like you, it is the reason why it has become such such an amazing thing for me, you know, trying to find my thing. I was a classical ballet dancer for nine years. You're lying. I'm so serious. Sydney, so am I. Well, no way. No, I have done classical ballet since I was four for going on 13 years now. I'm dead serious. That's no way. Yeah, you want you know something funny? My dad is also from Ohio, so you know maybe there's a connection. <laughs> oh my god! So <laughs> See, okay, but the thing is, that I just I just stopped dancing so I could focus on school and stuff like that because it almost destroyed me my junior year just because uh, it was in DC. I live about an hour and a half from DC, so going there from like here and there every night it, it was just becoming too much mm-hmm. um but like I would like if you were to catch me when I was younger like I believed that I was going to be the next Misty Copeland like mm. there was no ifs ands and buts are about it wow that's yeah. crazy yeah I've done classical ballet ever since I was four like I said going on 13 years now starting this fall and so I'm on the senior company and everything I have a lead yeah. in my- we do the Nutcracker every single December you know for Christmas and mm-hmm. we're the only studio that does it in this surrounding area so everybody comes out and watches but yeah I mean that's something that's been a part of me since I was three four years yeah, old yeah that's insane I've been dancing well I did competition dance when I was I think I started out when I was five and okay. then I continued until I was like eight years old I took a pause I started piano lessons and then I got say you started playing piano say it kind of scary because I did play piano I did do piano lessons for like five you years <laughs> That's insane. I mean, there's a lady in my neighborhood. I would walk to her house every day after school and do piano lessons. (laughs) This is insane. This is getting freaky, y'all. A little bit. Oh my gosh. 
that's crazy <laughs> it really is um but yeah but like piano was one of those it was either violin or piano and I think piano was more like conventional for me so I just started doing that um and like my grandma she also lived in the neighborhood with the lady that taught me um so they were good friends um and then my mom told me about the Washington School of Ballet because one thing from the dance company I was with it was more like competition dance um one thing that I really liked about it was the ballet so she was like, what about the Washington School of Ballet? And I was like, okay. So I auditioned and then I started at like level 1B and I finished up until level eight, which is the level right before the professional training division. Um, but I was like, if I did that, that definitely puts me in line to being a part of the company. And I don't think I want to do that anymore. Oh, so that's when I kind of broke off. Um, but I think that's insane that we had basically the same childhood. Absolutely crazy. Like, absolutely crazy. <laughs> We had to come together and just like choreograph something. Oh, <laughs> something. Absolutely. Most definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but one more thing before you go, I also want to get into, you know, your own podcast, you know, because we happen to have these three things in common now. Good Lord. <laughs> you also have your own podcast called Young Moguls, uh, and you are empowering the youth just like I do with perfect timing. Um, so how did this start? What is the origin story? So I'm actually a co-host of Young Moguls Podcast. I do it with one of my best friends, Marquise Hill. He's actually very similar to us too, but he's like the guy version, which is okay. crazy because I'm just slowly surrounding myself with people that are have parallel lives to mine, which mm-hmm. is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started it with him about a year ago in March. I believe he reached out to me and we became online friends for a little video that we did. And you know, we would just have conversations about our dreams and our goals and, you know, what we had a desire to do in the future. And his dad would be in the background. He would be listening. He was like, you guys need a podcast. And we're like, mm-hmm. nah, we, we don't need yeah. Like, no, we're, you know, we'll do collabs or whatever. And so his dad kept saying, you guys need a podcast. So we finally started. We came up with the name and what we wanted it to be about, recorded our first episode and everybody loved it. And we we're like, what this is absolutely crazy like young moguls we talk about entrepreneurship and you're able to go after all the dreams and goals that you have desired to achieve it co-aligns our messages so it's not something that we have to break apart from our own separate identities to be able to create no it's something that you know coincides with what we truly believe and what we already teach separately and so for us to be able to come together and do that unified and to teach a whole different audience not different audience but a different type of audience is just absolutely amazing and so we record we post on Sundays we have different guests on now that I think about it we're having you on next so I'm going to text Marquise after this is over and like you already know mm-hmm. so yeah that's how the podcast started and like I said it's Young Mobile Podcast on Spotify Apple Apple Podcasts any podcast platform lovely if you guys need a co-co-host I can be there for you too. Really <laughs> uh, but I was also checking it out before we hopped on today. And we also have like two of the interviews that you had was also two ladies that I had on my podcast, Soleil West and San Yu. Lovely young women. I love them. They're absolutely amazing. Like those were some of our best episodes that we've done mm-hmm. with them. For sure. Because they're so charismatic and they just like love what they do. And, you know, like just hearing their stories like play out. Like, I really think we have that in common with like, why we want to share stories like those. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. But thank you so much, Reagan, for joining me thus far. And thank you to my listeners for listening. This has been a beautiful conversation. I'm finding literally like my fraternal twin right now. Uh, <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll be right back after this break. 
Hey, this is Sydney Chalolone, and I'm so excited to share with you my international podcast, Perfect Timing, that will be broadcast on Mondays at 2 p.m. through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and so much more. We will have outstanding guests that will talk about their passions, goals, and dreams. Make sure you tune in and have a seat at the table where we will create a voice for us every Monday at 2 p.m. This is Sydney Collins of Perfect Timing. Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, Check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. everyone again i am back here with reagan nevels and we're talking about her story how she's growing up how we basically have parallel childhoods and let's just get straight back on into it so you have a second book called why wait your time is now why don't you share with my listeners like what you're referring to as to like what do you mean like our time is now you know like it's kind of funny how it always relates to my podcast as being perfect timing because everything is in god's perfect timing so i want to know kind of the story behind that why you wrote it and what kind of the story is yeah absolutely so why wait your time is now is kind of like an extension of vision collision which is my first book you know we talked about earlier talking about your visions colliding in a successful way but why wait talks about how you don't have to wait until societal big moments in life for you to start achieving your dream reality, like getting married or, you know, going to college. A lot of times adults will tell you, you have to wait until you get a degree or go to college or, you know, get some kind of money behind you. And, you know, some dreams require some type of financial background, but the world is, has made everything almost very accessible nowadays to where you can just do it online and do it on the computer. And so because a lot of things are accessible, you don't have to wait until certain points of time or until certain things happen in your life to be able to achieve those dream realities. And so it came out at a perfect time, came out right during COVID. And um, I was basically just encouraging people, you don't have to wait to achieve your dream reality. Like the next moment is not promised. And that Like, I don't say that to invoke fear in you. I don't say that so you can be scared. I say that to to motivate you and to start achieving your dreams and goals now because we never know when our last moment is. We never know when our last breath is. We could be the healthiest person right now and, you know, something happens and we just don't have the same mind that we had before. So why are we waiting? Why are we procrastinating? There is no real reason for us to be waiting right now other than that's just the societal norm. And I don't think that's a good enough reason or excuse to put your dreams on hold, you know, for that reason. So that's the whole message behind why wait, your time is now. And I'm, I'm sticking with that message because that message still inspires me. I mean, as much as I speak it, it inspires me over and over again. No, yeah. And I think like, you know, it's really funny that you say that because I was having the conversation with my brother the other day. He was just like talking about, I was like, 
was like, Jordan, would you ever want to be like a business owner or a entrepreneur? And he was like, yeah, but I feel like I'm like too young to do that. Or I'm too, I started too late because like, uh, at least in the DMV area, it seems like almost every and everyone is starting their own kind of business, uh, which is a good thing. We love young, young entrepreneurs, but like sometimes he was like this brand, like I want to have like, he wanted to have like clothing or something like that. He was like, I just, I feel like I started too late. I was like, absolutely not. You know, I started my podcast at 15 years old. I turned 18 in November. So it's just kind of like nothing is set based on an age limit. I went to an Eric Thomas uh, convention over the weekend and he was saying, God has never put an age limit on anything. So why are we? You know, right. I really think that's something that your book also talks about just getting into like, why are we waiting? Like tomorrow isn't promised, which is, which is also something that I'm trying to realize more like, mm, like even like in relational relationship stuff, just kind of like, mm, I probably should have called my grandma, or, you know, like I should call my aunt, you know, just like getting into touch with my loved ones and stuff like that. So I really yeah. think we branch into anything. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, like I said, the church, the church organization that I said I'm a part of, they actually asked me to speak at our convention this late latest June or Ju- July, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And so I spoke in the main service and that was my main message. Like your next moment is not promised. So why are we waiting? You are never too young or too old to achieve your dream reality. And so I tied it back in the fact that I love that Eric Thomas said that because that's exactly what I said in my message. I mean, mm-hmm. God never once took away somebody's purpose because he saw their age didn't fit. Like the Bible has a wide range of people's ages. Mary was 16, Jeremiah was 17. I mean, you had Noah, you had so many different people of different ages that did big, amazing things despite how old they were. Like they were able to achieve the purpose that God has set out for them. It didn't matter how old they were. We have these resources at home and we don't actually have to go use our hands depending on what you want to do. And you still say no because of procrastination or because of what other people might think. Like when I think about it that way, that's just not good enough for me. Like I have to, I have to do it now. And honestly, I saw myself to kind of go off a little bit. I kind of saw myself procrastinating a little bit on a dream that I want to accomplish. And so I sat down in my room. I was like, Reagan, what are you doing? This was today. This was a few hours ago. And so I was was like, Reagan, what are you doing? I mean, there's a, there's already a huge marketplace of these things out here. You know, nobody has exactly what I have. Nobody has me, but there's always just that pressure. And so I'm like, Regan, you're teaching this. You're saying, you're saying one thing, you got to practice what you preach. And it's not that I wasn't, but it's just, everything was getting in my head about senior year. Yeah. And so I was like, we can't use that as an excuse anymore. So I, I sent out the text messages I need to send. I I got things set in places where they need to be. And so now it's on its way and I'm going to be sharing it soon on social media. So stay, stay tuned guys, but um, it's, it's on its way to becoming my reality because it doesn't matter where you start or how you start or what situation you start in. As long as you start, you have no opportunity, but to succeed. Like you only fail if you stop and making mistakes is a good thing because if you don't make mistakes, then how can you learn? So hopefully rounds back into the point we were talking yeah and just like you know like bringing it all back around again you know just like we don't always have to be in the middle you know of like the things that we're doing you know because I experienced the same thing where I'm just kind of like sitting and I'm like okay I have this to do I have this to do and I have this to do and I don't want to do any of it so mm-hmm. I'm just not going to and you know it it only bit me in the butt every single time I get told this like and taught this like over and over and over again like I'm just kind of like I just need to start you know I need to get over myself and just be like 
I need to have more discipline, which is also something we learned during Eric Thomas conference. That would have been something that you really would have enjoyed as well, but I'll be sure to share my notes with you. Um, but, you know, just kind of like, did you hear about InvestFest? InvestFest? I have not. Yes, it was. Okay. So it was with um, two guys that, you know, two brothers that came together and they put together InvestFest. It was the second one this year. The first one last year was only 4,000 people. This one this year was 12,000, uh, up to 14,000, I believe. And they had Steve Harvey, Tyler Perry come, a lot of people coming talking about entrepreneurship and, and investing in your business and investing in yourself. And so that's definitely an annual thing that I'm going to keep going to, but you should definitely check that out. Maybe we can go next year together, but that's a oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially since we're graduating and we're, we're our own young women. Absolutely. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> um, but you also talked about, you know, your church that you're a part of and how uh, you also, you were showing messages and, you know, teaching. Uh, you also mm -hmm. talk about think, write, believe, and achieve, which is very intriguing to me. So I want to get into like, what is that? And, you know, like where, how, why did you, and how did you come up with these four steps? Sure. So uh, kind of backtracks to a question that you had asked me before how I got into speaking, kind of the same origin story there with Vision Collision. Originally, I wanted to write a mystery series because I was an 11 year old girl obsessed with Magic School Bus and A to Z mysteries. And so I wanted something that could invoke that same emotion in me, but in, in other people as well, but with my own story. And so in that, I realized while writing that or trying to achieve that dream reality, I had to go through vision collision, think, write, believe, and achieve to be able to get there. And I was like, well, this would probably be something that's more applicable to people of all ages than a mystery book. You know, well, maybe I could come back to that. But this is something that I realize I'm passionate about now. So I came up with the four-step process, think, write, believe, and achieve, because everything before you do it begins with an idea. It begins with a thought. And I kind of derived that from the scripture, as a man thinketh, so is he. And so everything begins, it says, um, statistics say we have about 70 to 80,000 thoughts per day. What are you spending your thoughts on? Are you spending your thoughts on trying to achieve your dream reality? Are you just wasting your thoughts? Like, what are you thinking about every single day without fail? Like, that's your passion. Realize what that is. Then write about it. Write your vision and make it plain. Write it down on a piece of paper, create a vision board, um, put it on your phone, hang it up on your wall, hang it up in the bathroom, something that you can see every day to constantly remind you of who you have a desire to be and the, pur the pur purpose that you're meant to pursue and so believe everything you got to put belief behind it because nobody's going to believe in it for you you got to believe in yourself regardless of if you have everybody behind you or nobody behind you if you don't believe in yourself then it's not going to become your reality and then achieve put all those things together and begin achieving your dreams and goals whatever you got to do just start so that's where that came from and that's where it came to be and that's where it is now I love that. You know, that's especially true. It's definitely in like chronological order, just being just like, okay, I have this idea, you know, like it's fun. It's cute. Let's see. And then, you know, you write it down. You, you also hear about this in a lot of motivational speaking. It's just like, if you have this idea, if you have this dream, if you have this goal, write it down. It's kind of factual. Like if you write it down, it'll happen, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you have to believe in yourself. Like you were saying, like, like none of the things that you do you know, will come to be if you truly don't believe in yourself. And this goes into smaller things too, you know, like at my school, I'm kind of like the fashionista on the days that, you know, we get to wear like out of school uniforms, you know, because uh, we wear uniforms, you love going to a Catholic school. Um, but, you know, just kind of like some of the things that I wear, I'm just kind of like, all right, Sydney, this is kind of new. This is kind of a little bit different. I'm just kind of like, if I wear it and I walk out of the, out of my house, just like owning what I'm wearing, like people will appreciate that, you know, just being like, 
look at her walking around walking around like owning what she's wearing right now you know what I mean so like I feel like belief goes as small as that but you know into bigger things into bigger dreams you know uh with my podcast is being like if I believe that this could really take off, I need to be consistent. You know, I need to, you know, make sure I'm posting consistently and just, you know, being the host that I want to and can be. And, you know, just achieving it. I've achieved two and a half years of my podcast. That's amazing. I'm so thank you. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, I definitely appreciate, you know, the philosophy that you have of think, write, believe, and achieve. And, you know, I can't wait to see what else is in store for you, especially with the new idea kind of organization that you hopefully hopefully are posting about soon because I'll be the first yeah. to, don't worry <laughs> it's about who you surround yourself with because one thing that I noticed drastically that had changed was my mindset when I changed who it was who I was around and I say that because you know I, I'm a pretty social person and I love to be around all types of people and so I'm, I'm definitely not the type of person to say okay, I need to cut this relationship off. I'm just like, you know, do whatever, be whatever. I'll be friends with whoever. But that wasn't good for my mindset. And so I'm kind of glad I left school. I was in public school until ninth grade, but I ended up leaving because my schedule got very, very busy. Mm -hmm. And in that I was able, not I was able to, but you know, it kind of just naturally cut off some, a lot of the friendships that I had within high school because I was no longer going to school with them every single day. And so I I came back to high school with a completely different mindset, completely different group of friends, because I was no longer connected to, you know, the negative vibe in high school that I was starting to become a part of. So, I mean, I, I just think it's all about who you're around. And like I said, now the people that I'm around, they constantly encourage me. I encourage them. It's a positive cycle of just uplifting each other, checking each other. Hey, I see you're not doing this. Get this on track. Or I see you're doing this. Like, okay, you got this. Like one friend that I have, you know, he checks me on my consistency and stuff. And he's like, Reagan, you're not being consistent. You need to post every single day or whatever your consistency schedule is, post according to that schedule, but come on, get it together. And so recently, you know, I've been posting consistently every single morning before school, or if I'll miss a morning, I'll just post when I come back home. But regardless, I've been posting every single day. And so I just, you know, appreciate that cycle and it keeps me reminded about who I have a desire to be. And I just, I can't get stuck in the small mind of staying here. I have to remember what my purpose is. And I think that's also why, you know, people tend to fall off the tracks and fall off the rails because they forget who they have a desire to be. They forget their purpose. They forget all the dreams and the goals that they have a desire to accomplish. And that's why there's spikes of motivation because they remember. But if you're constantly being reminded and you're constantly remembering who you have a desire to be, then, I mean, you just, you're gonna do it. You have to do it. So that's how I keep my mental good. That's how I keep my mental positive being home around. And I'm not saying that it's good all the time because I'm a 17 year old teenage girl. Like I definitely have periods where I'm down and I'm upset and I'm just like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore because that's bound to come. And I think where a lot of people mess up is they think, oh, if I do this, then I'll just have the perfect life and I'll always be positive. It doesn't matter who you are where you come from, how much money you have, how successful you are, you're going to have periods like that because all of us are human. Despite what resources we may have, what things we may have physically, 
all of us are human. And that's one thing that all of us can relate to. And that's one thing all of us have to go through for this journey. So just accept that you're going to have periods of downtime, but you can increase those periods of uptimes by just being careful about who you're around and who's in your environment. Absolutely. Yeah. And I could not preach about that more. Like just <laughs> having people like you and just like having people like you, like on my podcast, you know, I branch into like what, like a new close friendship for my podcast. Her name is Bianca. Hey, Bianca. And now she's like my accountability partner. And we yeah. do basically the same thing that you and your friend do. Um, she's just, she, she's the owner of her own uh, LLC called Simply B. Uh, and she always, she's like, okay, I want to start being consistent more with posting. I want to do this. And so like, I'm checking her on that. Or for me, for like, for example, um, applying for scholarships, you know, making sure like my application process is going well for colleges. My first application is due October 15th. Oh, so I'm is mine. Verified, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> but um, she she's always keeping me in check with that. So I definitely think it's about like who you surround yourself with. Most of my friends, uh, I've grown up with my entire life. Um, you know, mm -hmm. some of them have come and go. Some of them have come back, and it's just kind of like maybe you know, like God took this person out of my life for a reason. And you know, like the mm -hmm. people that are still here you know, they're like one of my number one supporters. Early on when the podcast was really, really young, maybe I think six months old or something like that. It's like my child. Um, it was, but it was like one of the first times I was featured on the news, but I'm like bawling my eyes out. And at the time I still had Snapchat. I don't have Snapchat anymore, but that's a long story for another day. Um, but my friend had posted me and he was like, you know, like I told you guys not to play with Sydney, like, cause look where she is. And I was like, Aww. You know, it's like one of those like heartwarming things, it's just like people are recognizing like the stuff that I do. So it's just kind of like, not only are they keeping me accountable, you know, like they're supporting everything that we do because, you know, you having to leave school because stuff got so busy, like with my life, when things got busy, you know, it harmed a few of my like relationships. I had gone to dinner over the summer, I think like last summer with one of my mm -hmm. friends and I was just kind of like, I'm sorry, I haven't reached out more, you know, like been trying to figure stuff out and he was like your success is my success it's totally fine and I was like oh, that makes me feel so much better about myself yeah. you're just like just these people that I have chosen to surround myself with I definitely feel like uplift me and it allows me to uplift them back you know so definitely agree <laughs> beautiful I love that so much thank you, thank you. um really <laughs> quickly before we close because I'm telling you like we could, you guys we could talk forever at this point but so we're in our senior year thoughts how are we feeling <laughs> we are feeling good like we are feeling really good I've been um going to football games recently and you know I wasn't really into that crowd too much because although I am a social person I had just never gone to football games but I've been going to them and senior year is cheer for me chill for me I only need three more credits to be eligible to graduate so I'm you know I have a really really light load um, but yeah, it's going good, going smoothly. Oh yeah, I'm glad. You know, I was definitely the same way. Uh, freshman year, I only went to one football game and I had a pretty bad experience. So I just never went again. And then like COVID and everything. So I didn't have a sophomore year, but then when we got back into junior year, I'm like, I need to be present. But because <laughs> of dance and everything that also got in the way. So I'm like, okay, senior year is the year to be a high school student. And yeah. so I think I've been to... 
I think one game <laughs> so far. Uh, we had one tonight, but like Hurricane Ian is catching up with Maryland. So I was like, I don't really feel like standing in the rain. So I hope it went well. I'll ask my friends how it went. But yeah, try to be more social, like social, because like after this year, like I'm not going to see most of the people that I've gone to school with my entire life anymore. Like we're all going to be adults, you know, like in different parts of the world. So it's kind of scary to think about, but it's exciting at the same time. So it's just kind of like, I can't wait to see like, what 19 year old Sydney is going to do, which yeah, going to do. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a journey. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Like I grew up with all these kids. I've been with these kids since kindergarten, which is crazy. Cause you know, I've, like I said, I've literally grown up with these kids. I've seen these kids become mature, almost adults. Now I'm the youngest girl in my class, class of 2023. I mean, and what? wait, what is your birthday? Uh, September 10th. I'm 17. I just turned 17. Yeah, there was one girl younger than me. Her birthday was seven days after mine, but she ended up leaving to go to another school a couple years ago, I think. But yeah, I'm the I'm the youngest girl in my class, so I'm watching all these kids turn 18 and you know be able to do stuff that you can do at 18. <laughs> and so I'm like just the class youngin or whatever. Everybody <laughs> like jokes with me around that, but it's cool experience and I just think about sometimes how literally next year this time everybody's going to be gone on their own step away I mean it's crazy it's surreal to think about yeah I I honestly wish that I could backtrack my years of being a 17 year old just a little bit uh my birthday is November 29th I will be 18 um and I will be in the tattoo parlor that is all I will say (laughs) (laughs) okay I will be in that's your brother too but I think I'm gonna be getting some piercing so I'm not sure <laughs> see I got look it, it was a hard convincing for my mom to let me get like my piercings I've had like the regular like piercings on the lobe since I was like six months old because when I was a baby my mom said I looked like a boy so she got my ears <laughs> pierced. so she got my ears pierced. I've always had these um but then when I was in like seventh or eighth grade I was like can I have my second holes and she was like no so I'm like Okay. So like a few days before I turned 16, she let me have it. So I got my second one and then I have my cartilage on my left ear. Um, I would say don't, okay, look, it's cute, but it's a hassle. Like it was like, yeah, I should take like six months to heal. A year later, it was like still bleeding. I was like, okay, I'm good. We're good now though. She's, she's fine. (laughs) I don't want to No, it's okay. I need to know. I am a type of person that needs to know everything I can about a subject before I actually uh, encourage that subject or become that subject. And so I've only been allowed, I actually just got my ears pierced last year. So these are fairly, fairly new. Like I was just allowed to get them pierced, which is crazy. But I want to go, I don't want to go crazy, but I want to go, you know, cute, classy, simple and get like three I was thinking about an industrial or a helix or something. Industrial? Ooh. I feel like those because like because like anything up here I just feel like it's hard to manage because it's like it's like cartilage you know it's not like soft load you know very true so that's the only thing I'm kind of on the fence about I know yeah I definitely like the three I have like a childhood friend who has like she has like three or four on the side here and it's super cute so is mine yeah my best friend she has it too that's insane (laughs) (laughs) parallel logic um but before I let you go I like to play a fun game of rapid fire questions okay ready Okay, your favorite ice cream flavor? Chocolate, all the way. Oh, chocolate with brownies. What? 
Sydney, if you tell me that your favorite ice cream is chocolate brownies, I'm gonna have to close this computer. <laughs> Look, I am addicted to Cold Stone. It's a problem, but I always have their chocolate devotion and like, oh. like chocolate with chocolate chips, uh, with brownies, and I think mm. I think fudge or something. It's incredible. Oh my gosh, it's the most amazing thing this planet has ever created. I love it. Because <laughs> I don't know why people don't like chocolate. It's amazing. How do you choose vanilla over chocolate? Like, what? I don't get I, it. I like a nice vanilla bean, French vanilla. But if chocolate is available, I'm taking chocolate. Absolutely. Hands down, to the ground, flat. <laughs> okay okay um what is something that you can't live without i can't live without i can't live without my friends (laughs) i'm sorry it just came out (laughs) no yeah i could definitely say the same thing uh you said you've known your friends since like kindergarten i've been like people i can't live without people like i take everything scientifically and literally we are interacting creatures it's impossible i can't live without people like i thrive so much around people you like I said take away everything else I will be fine just having conversations with people or even just sitting and watching a movie or something as long as I'm around people I just feel complete and whole and that might be weird but totally not I'm the same (laughs) I swear (laughs) okay you mentioned movie so do you have a favorite movie uh I don't I really don't I you know what a movie I do love though is Home Alone Christmas movie I was talking about that that's funny that you said that my friend Bianca she said that the other day she's like Home Alone is the best Christmas movie oh. I can I can like remember like bits and pieces of it it was pretty good <laughs> I liked it <laughs> no I love it but you know I I also love rom-coms and I love action movies I'm I'm pretty free for all when it comes to movies I like horror movies too because I think they're the most hilarious thing on the planet <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that might be the one difference between us. I like horror movies. Like, I can stand them. I can tolerate them. I just can't handle mm-hmm. horror, like, at all. I can't, really? like, I will be, like, like, the whole time. I can't. No, I like it. I like it. I do. No, no. <laughs> I mean, for, for if and whenever we, we see each other in person and we watch a movie, uh, and if it happens to be horror, like, you can enjoy that. I'll, I'll just be in the corner of the couch. You know, we can do a, com- a comedy or a rom of romantic. Okay. Sure, that one. <laughs> okay, last one, last one. Um, if you had a superpower, what would it be and why? Um, I really don't know because there's a lot of good ones. You have speed, invisibility. One that I've heard recently is like the power of influence, being able to be influence a lot of people. So I think that's a good one but you know of course I wouldn't use it for anything negative I would influence good but I wouldn't want like I was like the influence one might be good in only a few instances you know yeah because you wouldn't want to mind control people either you would want them to think for themselves so scratch that let's say power of super speed I guess and I say super speed because gets things done quick 
honest, my mind moves faster than my body does. So when I'm trying to get things done or have a productive day, I just want to like, but my body is my body and I got to take care of it. And sometimes it won't match to the times 27 million speed in my head. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'll kind of get on myself about not being productive as I thought I could be because your mind and your body are, are different. So I just had to realize that anyway, if I were to choose a superpower, it'd be super speed so I could get things done quick. Also, it would be, I could use it against my mom because when she would ask me to do stuff, I could just get it done super quick. Oh, no, and yeah. Sure. Really <laughs> In your room, done. done. <laughs> Absolutely done. I could run to the store, back. I'm back in three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much, Reagan Nevels, for joining me. I'm so glad that you guys, you are experiencing me meeting my fraternal twin here. Um, oh. uh, expect expect something huge from us in like the near for our future okay so um but thank you so much again for joining me thank you to my listeners for listening and oh oh, oh. i totally forgot to ask you good lord <laughs> so excited um let me start that over before i let you go reagan uh why don't you share with my listeners how they can reach and follow you so you can find me anywhere, Reagan Nevels, really. You can find me, I'm mainly active on Instagram. So if you just search of Reagan Nevels, spelled R-E-A-G-A-N-N-E-V-E-L-S, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on YouTube, TikTok, and I believe that is all. Yes. And you can find me on Amazon too. You can find my products there. And I also have a website, which is www.reaganevels.com. Maybe. <laughs> You do that too. Oh my God. I love it. Oh my gosh. My friends get mad at me all the time. No, me and my friend, we do it all the time. No, me and my best friends, we do it together all the time. But other people are like, what are you doing? Like, what is what are you doing? But I love my British accent. It's a personality. You, yes. you, really, just, you really just have to embody it, you know? It's who I am. Like, you cannot take it away. You can't have. British without Reagan like it, it just doesn't work yours is so much better than work <laughs> all right let's get back into it okay. all right let's go next door <clears throat> I'm sorry all right you know if you're gonna laugh I'm gonna laugh I'm such a okay idiot. okay, okay. I'll, I'll compose myself <clears throat> all right three two welcome okay okay i got it i got it i got it it. thank you so much reagan for joining me you guys please make sure to go order her books she's a phenomenal young woman and i'm so happy that i was able to have her on today so thank you so much again reagan for joining me and thank you to my listeners for listening and this is perfect timing Mm -hmm.